Welcome to 2021. Are we? I don't know. Shimmy <laughs> uh, into the new year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how was your New Year's? How much did you party? How I, lit was your New Year's? I um actually didn't see anybody on New Year's. Everybody left. And instead of being bummed, I was like, I have my pen, my kitties, and all the brownies. Sorry, mom, I ate all of the brownies. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. So I'm not even going to let, like, there was a whole pack that they made at Rob's. <laughs> and they brought it home. No one touched mm-hmm. it. So, like. All to myself. All to myself. It was like a whole, a whole box. Imagine making a whole box of brownies. You ate them all? Not in one night. Between like in the span <laughs> of three days, I ate them all. But I probably huh. ate like half of them on New Year's. But like, you know what? I'm alone. I have the house to myself. I've got my kitties <laughs> keeping me company, and all the brownies a woman could dream of. <laughs> it was very nice. Well, speaking of brownies, I got the cinnamon swirl shit. You didn't make them yet? No, I made it and I ate it all. But I got another box. (laughs) So you could try it. So we can we need to make that tonight. Um super peaceful. But I kinda liked it. It was just it was nice. Did you watch anything? Did you watch the ball drop or No. Me neither. I usually only watch that because other people put it on. Like, I never remember. Yeah. Didn't... I saw online, like, in a bunch of different places, that the ball actually dropped at 12.01, not midnight. I don't know if it's true. I didn't look it up. I don't know. Does it matter? No. (laughs) I mean... uh, Really weird concepts we have as humans. Like, the concept of time and the concept of money. It's just fascinates me a bit how why oh uh, okay i'm just curious i didn't i mean i didn't intend on going (laughs) here but no i just think it's money especially is it's a made-up good it's a made it's a made-up thing it's like a fabricated and it controls so much of our life no you're right like who just decided we're gonna create this thing that you have to have it in order to do anything. What happened to goods for services? Well, like, that's, yeah, that's how it used to be. But then it morphed over time because not everyone has access to, you know, sheep or like if you, because how else would you pay? Like for yeah. someone specialized in something. Yeah, that's true. I I wonder if there could ever be a society where everyone contributes something and in turn everyone shares everything. Like the farmers share their food, the people who do massages or masseuse will just, whenever you need, I I don't know. Is that that too crazy? (laughs) I feel like that's really out there. I feel like that's a pipe dream. Yeah. Although life would be so much simpler. If humans just looked out for each other. Plus, I think money kind of makes people lazy. No one tries to hone a skill or have something that they can offer in place of 
services or goods. That's interesting because the people with the money would tell us that giving money away... I think that the fact... Make people lazy. Like, they don't want... Like, there's a universal income. And it's like the... Everyone by the government gets... Like a, a certain, baseline? Yeah, certain income. And then Not, if you want to make more, it's up to you? Yeah. That would be awesome. I feel like... Because I feel like if you take away... Not that it would solve it completely, but if you take away the need to to live, like the basic, your basic human needs not like being met. expenses. Yeah, yeah. Then you would take away a lot of crime. Yeah. I don't, like if people got their basic needs met, they wouldn't resort to the things they resort to. Just to get by. Yeah. And I also think we need... <laughs> We're really going down a rabbit hole with me. Because <laughs> no, I, it's interesting, though. I also think that we need better mental health yeah. services. I think we were talking about this. It bothers me that abuse breeds abuse. And oh, yeah. it's just a vicious cycle because I think the most important duty one can have is really <laughs> of course you would look at me right in that moment because <laughs> I know you Becca and I have peripheral vision <laughs> I saw you make a face continue <laughs> anyways <laughs> if we were able to hit it at its root and and help someone overcome that and be and move beyond the abuse and when they have kids they raise them better i think the biggest now nah, just say it the biggest duty <laughs> as a hum- the most important role and and i'm gonna offend people but what how about this one of the most mm-hmm. important roles because not everyone can contribute yeah and people do are able to contribute greatness but i think one of the most important roles is raising a child yeah absolutely and you you are shaping the adult that person is going to become so i take it very seriously as as a job and it really bothers me when other people don't and i really and i know it's not always their fault in a sense although i think once you get to a certain age you can't you gotta stop bringing your upbringing into it and like you got it once you're an adult and can figure out yourself and your issues recognize them and go get help yeah i think you're right i was actually talking to a friend of mine and like i'm i'm okay never having kids but part of me would love it one i think i'd have a really weird but super cool kid like that kid would be the shit I was talking to them and they had a really good point that, you know, when you, when you have a kid and you raise them, it's not necessarily in, it shouldn't be looked at as an obligation or added responsibility. It should be looked at as an opportunity to shape a life into the best version of yourself. All the things that you wish you were or could have been, but aren't, that's that's the opportunity right in front of you when you have a kid and I was like that's a gorgeous way to look at it yeah and I think so many people just 
see kids as, I don't want to say burden because I feel like that might not be the right word, Mm -hmm. but they look at it as a stress or like something they have to do, something that prevents them from doing so much. And I get that, but when you die, what's next? Them. So why would you not want to try and create the best version of yourself, even if that's not you, it's somebody else? Why would you not want to make the world you leave behind better than it was when you were there? That's like the opportunity we have well, with yeah. our kids. I mean, people <laughs> turn ugly. They, you know, life is rough and abuse breeds abuse. Again, like just the way you're raised forms who you are as a human being and stuff can happen that make people the way they are. Yeah. And can make people look at... Because if you were raised feeling like you were a burden... Mm-hmm. Then you're probably you know going to attach those same yes. burden-like feelings to the kids you have. So... It is a very sad cycle. It's very sad. Oh, I like... Uh, yeah. I try not to think about it too, too hard. Although I have, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very depressing. But on that note, my New Year's was all right. <laughs> um, didn't mean to go that deep. I like it deep. Yeah, no. Ew. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, you like deep instruments. Yeah. I can like deep conversations. True. And deep other things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, my, we're lame. I mean, the kids, we didn't even keep the kids up. They were tired and we're just like, I didn't want to deal with them being overtired or like like, cranky. It just just doesn't feel important anymore. I know it was fun when we were younger, but it's just like, ooh, new year. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, nothing super exciting happens yeah i think like growing up i didn't even really understand what new year's was or meant i was just like oh we're supposed to be happy and excited so let me be fucking weird yeah it's weird growing up and i try to hold on to or try to remember some of the joy i had as a a child you know, going through Christmas and New Year's, my birthday. Birthdays yeah. aren't a thing anymore. It's like you get older and all these things are that were once so wonderful yeah. are just like complete shit. It's very lackluster. Yeah. Which is sad. Like, I know that Christmas and birthdays aren't about getting the gifts and it shouldn't be about that. Yeah. But whatever, like, what happened to wanting... To make somebody feel special that you care about. Like, the gift giving. That's the kind of... That's the aspect I look at when mm-hmm. it comes to Christmas and birthdays. What I can do for the people I care about. Like, if if I can. You know, I know it's a pandemic and it's hard. Yeah. But I feel like people just... Stop trying in general. With holidays, with everything. It just seems like... Humans are getting lazy. It's the Wally syndrome. <laughs> The movie Wally when they're all like fat and in the chairs and they just watch their screens (laughs) all day and don't do any work. Yeah. That's that's gonna be us. (laughs) Did you guys stay up and watch the ball drop? No. 
We were asleep before midnight. <laughs> we're so lame. I did stay up to make sure I can call Natalie and like say Happy New Year's. Uh-huh. But after that, I knocked right out. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm we, done. We, we didn't even bother. Although I did... We were in bed before the ball dropped, but I did not fall asleep until after midnight, I think, because of how loud the fireworks were like everyone around our neighborhood was setting off fireworks i was like for a quiet neighborhood this is quite unexpected (laughs) i was they were getting a party loud yeah yeah but yeah that was it happy Mm -hmm. new year so this episode of thick and spick we thought we would keep with the theme of New Year's and talk about goals, considering New Year's resolutions are a thing. Yeah. Still, I think. I don't know. I was never much one for New Year's resolutions, but I know there's people out there who who are partake. Yeah. You okay? I've got so much energy since I started like getting back into my routine. Oh. I love it. But yes. I feel like I'm also really annoying. When I'm like, when I keep up with my routine because I have all this energy, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just one of those annoying kids that won't shut the fuck up or calm down. <laughs> huh. But I love it. Yeah. I hate. I mean, it's feel... good to have energy. I wish I had more energy. I should probably uh, stick with the routine. Please Set a goal. Doing, like yoga more. Oh, yeah, you and your segues. You'll never beat my segues, Brittany. Come on. Yeah, that painting <laughs> segue was the best. Should win a Grammy or something. I don't know what that was. Bow, curtsy. Whatever. Yes, that was bow. bow. Curtsy is when you, like... Oh, with the dresses? Mm-hmm. I'm not really... I actually wear dresses more now. Hmm. I never used to before. But I think that's because I was, like... Self-conscious and chunky and like, no, mm. I don't look good in dresses. Yeah, I didn't get to wear them this year as much because we didn't go anywhere. But Dan has gotten me quite a few dresses that are cute oh. that I want to wear. The onesies, too. I never oh, thought nice. I'd be into them. But yeah. I have like two of the onesies for uh, summer. It's like strapped. Oh, nice. And usually the I think the back's cut out, so that's kind of sexy. Mm. And yeah, and then they flare out at the bottom, and they're cute. I, like I always them. felt like I looked weird in in onesies. Yeah, I mean it's just black. It's like a little black dress, but it's a onesie. Nice. So it's like a functional little black dress. Yeah, and I like that I don't have to wear. Well, I can't really wear a bra with them, so I have to mm-hmm. wear pasties. But I like letting my boobs be. Free. <laughs> Because they don't let really breathe. Yeah, I like to let them breathe. Isn't that good for the muscles anyway? Like wearing bras too much, it weakens the muscles. So they like. I don't know, man. I've never needed the support, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's just got. I'm, because they're so small. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Not trying to brag or anything. <laughs> yeah, there. look how tiny my titties is. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, mine are tiny, but I still need support, or else I look weird. Oh, mine are pretty perky. Mine are. (laughs) (laughs) I can cut this out. 
after you got me on that tangent about mm -hmm. all that stuff, I want to <laughs> hear what your thoughts are on goals. Um, I think that as we grow up and we're told to, you know, dream big, you can be anything you want. Those aren't great. You know, don't, I think it's good not to limit yourself, but I think that that also creates an unrealistic expectation for yourself. When you're like, oh, you can be anything you want. The sky's the limit. Then you start creating all these goals that are too big and too, too much in such a small amount of time. So then when you don't meet those goals, you get discouraged. Mm -hmm. I think that we should also be taught and learn how to create small obtainable goals and learn how to appreciate them when we do meet them. Even if it's something dumb, like stretching for five or 10 minutes, first thing in the morning, every day, it's only five or 10 minutes. It feels so small. And even if you only do it like two or three times a week to start, it's not every day, but if you actually get yourself up and start any kind of new routine or anything like that, no matter how small it is, if you actually keep to it, I think that's something to be proud of. Yeah. And it's so small, I feel like people think it's not a big enough change to matter or to count. But it's the little goals that build up and help you slowly transition into a better, more productive lifestyle. Yeah, that's definitely something I have struggled with. I know it would help me immensely if I just got up and stretched. But I mm -hmm. just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I wake up and I'm usually taking care of Jace, getting him his yogurt. And I just don't think about it all the time. And then I'm doing other things. And I should, though, start taking just a little bit of time. I've tried to start up doing yoga so yeah. many times. And what if just... you do it with him? I know it sounds cheesy, but like the way I'm no, saying I with think he's Lenny definitely. And... He's definitely getting to the age where I think he would, I think he would like it, and I think he'd be able to do it. And then he might ask you and help, like, remind you or push you to do it. Like, hey, mm -hmm. mom, can we stretch today or something? Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. I might try that. Yeah, and he'll get into it, and then he'll be like, "Mom, I want to do yoga," and that'll make me I'm like, "Oh yeah, we can do yoga." Yeah, good bonding time too. And it helps to set him up for success, so that it's not as hard for him to keep a good schedule and routine when he's older. Like I wish that I was pushed more towards fitness and a healthy lifestyle when I was younger because mm -hmm. it would have made it a lot easier as an adult. Oh, I'm all about that. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I made sure Jace, he didn't even know until he was like two, three years old what a lollipop was. <laughs> like at two years old, I think I remember going to, I think it was closer to three because at two we went to a grocery store and the guy like gave him a lollipop mm -hmm. and he's waving it. He's like, ball. <laughs> I'm just like. That's great. Usually that kids makes are me just feel good. candy. They know all the candy. Yeah. No, I was very strict with his food when he was, I mean, even still, I, I don't encourage candy and we rarely have desserts. Every once in a great while. Yeah. Especially since being with Dan. He's he's definitely a sweets person. Yeah. And so he's... Jace has definitely had more candy than he's had. 
in <laughs> the, his life time. <laughs> I've, I've loosened up as he's gotten older. But mm-hmm. I think it is a super important thing as a kid to set them up with For success. Yeah, with food. I mean, yeah. he, Jace will pretty much, he trusts me, he will pretty much try anything. Yeah. And if he doesn't like it, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Because there are very few things he doesn't like. Yeah. So I let him have that. But it, my rule has always been you have to at least try it. Yeah, I think that's a good rule. Yeah. So I, and I definitely made an attempt to his baby food. I would buy organic, yeah. like kale. And I remember he had kale. I, I took pictures. They're, <laughs> so, they're on Instagram. But he had the cutest face and he had like green kale oh. <laughs> puree all over his mouth. But he yeah, since you, yeah. The only thing he made a face at when he was younger was asparagus puree. But, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very... But he's eaten asparagus flavor. since... Yeah. I haven't had asparagus in so long. Oh, shit. I just got some at the store yesterday. Oh, snap. Yeah. So we can cook up that asparagus. I have chicken dethawed, and we can make a side. Some, She's some... momming me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you just gave me a good goal. Yeah. To start yoga with my son. That's good. I'm, I'm excited about that. It makes it definitely makes it more interesting thinking of doing it with him than by myself. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's, it like creates a connection. And once you keep with it for a significant amount of time, it just becomes part of your life to the point where that connection will always be there. It's something he's always going to look at fondly. Yeah. I think it is one of the tricks, though, is making it fun for you. Because I know I haven't, 33 years of life, I have mm. never had a skincare routine. Never really yeah. even really washed my face, moisturized. <laughs> oh, I would moisturize. I would put the same moisturizer on my face as I would on my body. Oh, is that terrible? It's not terrible, but it's just there are so many better products out there for your face. That when I look back, I'm just like, well, that's, I mean, that's how little I really concern myself with my face. Yeah. So getting into skincare was something new and it's a routine. It's something I do in the morning and at night. Yeah. I spend that time. So if I can do that, Mm -hmm. I should be able to add other routines to my day. Yeah. I guess I just have to make it fun for myself. Routines are very similar to habits and... I like to think of habits as opportunities to grow and teach yourself a new skill that's going to, like, better you in the long run. Like, because there there are so many habits you can have, so many things that you can do enough to the point where they are a habit. It just becomes second nature. And I think it also helps to keep your mind sharp, to keep with a habit and a routine and just overall health. Mm-hmm. Like, self-discipline, you know? Yeah, oof. That's so hard. I realized how hard it was to get back into a routine because last time I worked out was Halloween. Like, Halloween day. Uh And then I didn't work out all through November or December. It was so bad. And I could slowly feel my body changing in such a negative way. Like, 
I just didn't want to do things. And it was so much harder to get back into it than I thought. Mm-hmm. But once I started again, then my body like reverted back to that routine so fast because your body knows what's good for it. It knows what it likes. And it just was like, mm, yeah, give me some more love. I find self-discipline is something people really lack. Because we're in a world of instant gratification and money. And fitness is a great way to push yourself and test your limits and yeah, teach yourself self-discipline. Yeah. I think I'm shitty when it comes to working out. Yeah. Um, but I'm relatively good at controlling what I eat. Never had a sweet tooth, really, so I don't tend to gravitate towards sweet things. Mm -hmm. I'm more salty and yeah I just I gave up (laughs) I gave up Oreos that was a big thing in my life (laughs) and if anyone eats Oreos they should know I mean they say it's like crack they they do test them like Oreos oh I never really have unless the only Oreo I tried and liked were fried Oreos Ugh. That's even worse. I know. It was at Music Fest. Yeah. So I don't think I've actually ever had a fried Oreo. It ne- never ap- appealed to me. I was don't just like, do eh. it. Especially if you gave up Oreos already. Don't no, do it. I'm good. <laughs> I, it was one of the hardest things in my life. No. <laughs> but it was, it was crazy how it affects your brain. That much sugar. Because I would go in the store and I'd, you know, walk past the Oreos and my brain would be like, mm, could really go yeah. for some Oreos right now. <laughs> and I'd be like, no. It's like the devil on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we are not going back. I think it was that feeling that helped me stick with it. Yeah. Because I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like, like being my... controlled. Yes. Being yeah. Co- I'm very weird about that. I do not like being controlled by... That like actually, that. I think, is what made it so hard for me to get back into my workout routine because I've, I've never been big on sweets either. And for some reason this year, I guess something changed in my body. And it was just like once Halloween hit and I had oh, peanut butter is my weakness, chocolate and peanut butter. There so Nutella. So well, that's hazelnut. Well, hazelnut. I'm actually not big on Nutella. What? But like Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, I can down those for days mindlessly. It's so bad. It's so bad. I used to love sweet tarts. That was one. Oh, and Mentos. Really? Yeah. I used to be addicted to Mentos. It was terrible. (laughs) Maybe that's why I don't have a sweet tooth anymore. I just got it all out in my youth. Yeah. I don't know. I never really did. Maybe that's why I like them now. Because this year was so hard for me to kick sweets. I mean, I ate so many brownies on New Year's. And I'm t- it's weird for me because I never was into sweets like that. And this year, it was, it's been so hard to get back on track and limit my sweets, which is odd for me. I've never had to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I understand what you mean, like feeling like I'm not in control of that because there's this little voice in my head that's like, you know... You want that brownie, Becca? It's the last <laughs> one. You might as well eat it. You ate the rest. What's one more going to do? It was bad. <laughs> and I was like, no, you don't control me. 
but it, it did. It made me feel heavier. It made me feel lazy. And I just was like, all, all I started thinking about was like, as soon as my belly's not full, I'm going to down some more sweets. And that's terrible. <laughs> so I think we have a pretty decent gap. It's a two-week gap from the last time we posted. Yeah. And if we could possibly get this out tomorrow, I'm thinking a two-week schedule is, every, better. is better than trying to get something out every week. Because that's a lot, especially because we live so far apart and with you having a kid and a dog that's like another kid. <laughs> Big baby. Yeah. If you view it from the standpoint that you can do fitness pretty much while you do so many things. If you can sit down on the couch and watch three, you know, 30 minute episodes of one of your shows, you can stand up and do even a light workout while you're watching one of those episodes. Bam, you got to watch the episode and now you don't feel like crap because you actually did something. And it also is good at teaching multitasking which I think is another form of self-discipline. Really? I've never had an issue with that. Mm. Just, it just comes to me naturally. <laughs> I haven't really either. I actually think I work better when I'm multitasking. Yeah. Because it just like sparks this fire in my brain and it's just like, yeah, 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 I got this. What you need? <laughs> What you need. I just feel like I function so much better when I'm multitasking. I think that's why I liked managing so mm -hmm. much. I always thought I would hate managing. Like at the restaurant, I was like, I'll never do it. It's not worth it. It's too much stress. Then once I did it, I was like, ooh, I like this. I'm a boss, bitch. <laughs> Want to see my hat? That Marilee gave me You should have been wearing it this whole I time. I know! What is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> she gave it to me from a birthday because I liked it so much. And these, if if you... Are they straight? Mm -hmm. If um, I let them soak up some sunlight and then, like, enough sunlight, they glow in the dark. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm mad you didn't wear that the whole time. I just been sitting there. down to wear it. Gosh, I just, Becca. Maybe I'm not good at multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry this episode is late. Um, Holidays, life. Yes. I also got sick. I'm not sure oh, if yeah. it was COVID. Felt like the flu. <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've been better for a while now. All right. I know. Um... And thanks for watching slash listening and subscribe, comment, like, all that shit YouTubers say. Yeah. <laughs> right? I just feel like, like I turn into a robot. Like, comment, yeah. subscribe. I'm a great <laughs> robot. <laughs> That'll be our outro. To the outro music, it'll just be Becca. Oh my gosh. I love oh, it. Right? That's my a good, robot. That's a, no, I like that though. That's an idea. Might try that out. Mm -hmm. Have just that pre-recorded video of you. Like, <laughs> comment, subscribe, and we'll play it on the outro. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good idea. Okay. Okay.